0: Uh, The message simply uh, is uh, action is required for results. Action is required for results. Usually results don't come in anything unless there's some form of action that takes place. Here's what we also know. We've come to this conclusion. I know that you know it, that faith is the foundation for our success in being good disciples of the Lord Jesus Christ. We have to use faith. Amen? Amen. So where do you get it from? God's given us a measure of faith. He has, and then he's bestowed in us a belief system. No matter where you are, what nation you're in, what country you're in, what side of the world on this planet you might be, God's given every human being he ever created an element of faith. And primarily, that element of faith was created so that you can believe in God and not some foreign god, as some do, but. Believe upon Almighty God, Jehovah God. So faith is essential. Well, somebody might ask their new believer, they might say, well, well, what is faith? Well, very simply put, here it is. It's believing before you see. It's believing before you see. Well, how do you prove it? Here's how you prove it. You don't stand back and say, you prove it. No, God says, if you want to know what faith is like, you live it. You live it. You act in faith and you believe. Well, how important is it? It's simply this. Without it, we are condemned. Did you hear me? Without faith, we are condemned. So I want you to know there may be a lot of things you run around and lose, but you don't want to lose faith. And when you lose, if you ever lose faith, you're going to lose hope. And when you have no hope, you're gone. That's all there is to it. You have nothing to live for, but not us, not those of us gathered in this room, not those watching online, not those who will hear this message later on. We have faith to believe. So in our hands and our heart is, are all the promises God has for us. Now this message tonight, this text, y'all, y'all still know how to say amen. Don't you? I hope it wasn't going that long. A friend said, here it is. I want to share it with you. Faith is not a belief or deed. It is a relationship lived daily to the degree that one believes every word of the scripture to be true. I believe it. Regardless of a person's circumstance. If Jesus said it, I believe it. I believe it with all of my heart. So here we go now. I want you to try this on for size and see how it wears for you in your spirit. And I want to I share this. This is a situation when everything has been going rather nicely. Um, all the bills are paid. Nobody's got any chronic illness. There's hope and a bright future. And it just seems that that everything you're doing brings pleasure and favor to God, and you're just kind of rocking on and saying, "God, uh, look what the Lord has done! You you bless me beyond anything I could imagine, and and I'm f- I'm really feeling good about my life, about my family." about my church i'm feeling good about my relationship with you yeah god i know i could probably press in a little bit more but but everything considered i'm doing pretty well and that was the situation with our guest tonight in our text his name was jehoshaphat everything's going really really well Now here's a question that you might want to consider as we get into the message. How long do you think God will let us build a little nest and become so comfortable with so many things to just praise the Lord about until God says, it's time for you to be tested. Time to see if you have the faith you say that you have. It's time to create a circumstance around you where you get to walk by faith and you can't see the next step ahead of you. How long do you think God will let us be able to be in that security nest before He does that? Well, here's what I found out in my own life enjoy the mountaintop because every mountain has a valley. And I haven't figured out yet whether going up the mountain or coming down the mountain is the most difficult. Anybody with me? It's the moment. I don't know whether going up is hard or whether coming down is hard. But here's what I do know. That all of our lives as we are committed followers in Jesus Christ, we are committed to Him. So here's what we say. It's up to you, God. And what do we need to do? We need to remain humble. We need to remain obedient. And we need to remain in a posture that says... Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. So it's a situation, as always in Scripture, it's life or it's death. It's freedom or continuous success or it's slavery and defeat. And the one person, the one person who is the point person is Jehoshaphat. Well, you know that all of you are point individuals in your own life, in your own family for your own commitment to the Lord. The only thing that could help them in this situation as we unfold it, many of you already know it, is for, for God to exercise His supernatural power. But that won't happen unless an action of faith would be taken by Jehoshaphat and not only Jehoshaphat, the people of Judah that are following Him. So here we have man Our outcome depends on that man leading in a way that he's staying close to God and our outcome depends on Do I believe by faith I will walk after his leadership as the man of God and believe that we're going to make it through? You see, you have to learn to trust those in the leadership. And they must not fall as future generations have fallen because they missed God, did not pay any attention to the Lord. They needed an action plan to exercise their faith. Those of you online, some of you know what it is to have, it's all roses, but then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, you get hit with a slammer that is difficult to have to deal with. Charles Spurgeon said, I want to quote him, here we go now, I would recommend you either believe God up to the hilt or else not believe at all. You agree with that? All right, believe this book of God, every letter of it, or else reject it. Whoa! There is no logical standing place between the two. Be satisfied with nothing less than a faith that swims in the deep of divine revelation. For he says, a faith that paddles about the edge of the water is poor faith at its best. It is little better than a dry land faith, and it is not good for much. Now here's what he says, lest we understand. God is saying, I'm not going to let you walk around just tipping your toe in the water of life. For in God's plan, as we follow him, please get this, he says, you're going to have to learn that your best option is be prepared to swim in deep water. Be prepared to say, whatever happens, I'm in all the way. So Here we go with the story as we unpack just for a moment. I think it's important. Learn from the past. Say that with me. Learn from the past. How many believe it? Learn from the past. If you don't learn anything from the past, friend, you're in big, big trouble. That's why you got so many problems that you have now. 2 Chronicles 20, verse number 7. Oh, our God, did you not drive out the inhabitants of this land before your people Israel and give it forever to the descendants of Abraham, your friend? So we got got the right qualifications right off the bat. Here's what it says. Jehoshaphat was a godly man. He was a godly man. Dotted his I's, crossed his T's, and said, I am a godly man. Stayed humble in the midst of great success. And not only that, he learned to be dependent upon God. But God's going to say, but you know, Jehoshaphat, like Job, when the devil accused God, hey, Job, the only reason Job trusts you is you're, you're giving him the finest of meals and the finest of clothing and the finest of material possessions anybody could ever want. Job would never, 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 never not trust you. God says, you watch. And that's the same thing that's true. We know that he exalted God. He taught the law of God to the people of God there in Judah. And because of his spiritual success, here's what the deal was. Other nations feared him. They feared the people of Judah. They looked. There's no way he's able to accomplish that. But, wow, he does. And he did. However, at the time of our text, that nest of security is about to be challenged. And here it is. The Moabites we don't like them. The Ammonites, we like them less. And the Minionites, we hate them. They have waited and waited and waited. You know, I often tell people in the midst of great success, I talked to business today, be careful. Never, never, ever take your success for granted. Because lurking in the shadows, if you're a follower of Jesus Christ and a Christian businessman, and you're saying things that go well, hey, prepare that the devil will come at you in a moment you think not. Keep your defenses up. Rejoice in the Lord, but keep your defenses up. And I say that to you online, those of you in the room right now. So here we go. They're coming for war against Judah. And we know that they're coming with great force. They've combined their forces. They have waited for the right moment. And this is the time. And notice this. I want you to understand. This moment happened because God permitted it. It did not take God by surprise. This moment, as we read it, did not take God by surprise. It was permitted so that Jehoshaphat and Judah... Could be tested for their faith. They needed a winning strategy. They they'd been talking a good talk about love. They've been talking a good talk about faith, but now God is going to say and is saying, I'm gonna give you an opportunity to show me your stuff. That's all there is to it. Well, when we're faced with those kind of challenges, we have to post a faith. You see, that's why, that's why that you can't rock through life with a little weak uh minuscule faith, a little nice sweet little ideas and all of a sudden you hit the mountain that's going to crush you. What you need to do is match and say I'm growing and growing and growing and growing so that when the challenge hits you beside the head, you don't fight with a little minuscule of haphazard faith. You are built up in the faith of Almighty God and we that are charismatic Pentecostal people ought to live in the spirit and let that be a part of our lives. Somebody say amen it will be a part of who you are and so here we go you must learn from the past as I mentioned a moment ago so what does Jehoshaphat he went to the Lord he inquired he said I remember didn't you drive out before the enemy in verse number seven he said did you not destroy the enemy completely did you not do that I believe that I remember that you did Well, when we are committed followers of Jesus, we'll face circumstances, as I mentioned, that's going to rock your world. And when it happens, it's important to remember past victories God has given us. We say, look what the Lord has done. And we sing that song. But friend, hallelujah. Take time, if not daily, at least weekly, to do the old hymn of the church. Count your blessings, name them one by one. Count your blessings, see what God has done. Count your blessings, name them one by one. Count your many blessings, see what God has done. Are you all with me? Everybody with me? Online, are you with me? You stop long enough and you catalog it. Why? Because God needs to be reminded of what he's done? No. Because you need to be reminded. Jehoshaphat needed to be reminded because it strengthens our faith. It enlightens our understanding. It casts off the doubt of unbelief. It reestablishes God on the throne of our heart. It gives new life in an atmosphere when we see the enemy of defeat. It inspires us to advance for the cause of Christ. And that comes into your spirit, that supernatural, moved by the Spirit of God. And as you learn from that past, you will renew your God-given faith to be ready to take on whatever in the future might happen. Here's another thing. Uh, you keep, keep your focus. Say that with me. Keep your focus. What does a coach tell the kid in the baseball? Keep your eye what? Keep your eye on the ball. You can't expect to hit the ball. Keep your eye on the ball. It's what you have to do. Now, how important is that? I'm not gonna recommend that you do it, but you get out on that interstate. You take your eye off that road for 30 seconds. You're gonna hurt somebody else. You will hurt someone else because you fail to stay focused. 2 Chronicles 20, oh, our God, you can see the sweat beads on him. Will you not judge them? For we, ha- we have no power to face this vast army that is attacking us. We don't know what to do. But our eyes are upon you. George Bernard Shaw said, Success does not consist in never making a mistake, but in never making the same one a second time. Learn, focus. So Jehoshaphat saw the vast numbers. We can't deny it. He saw the remarkable military might. He saw the diversity of their weaponry. He saw the strong war strategy that had been tried. These people were fighters. And when he rediscovered the past victories of the Lord, he became clearly focused. You cannot pass the battle God has brought to your lap off to anyone else. You will either live or die By who you are and what you believe and what you have become. And we have the ability to win every battle in the supernatural power and presence of God. So Jehoshaphat said, you rule nations. He said, power and might are in your hand. No one can withstand you. And God, you will judge them. Jehoshaphat looked at his own circumstances and said, we have no power, we cannot win, and we do not know what to do. But here's what I've learned. And here's what my focus is. Here it is. But our eyes are on you. I walked into my mother's room when I got back and came back and she was sick. I went into that room. She doesn't know anything. She's comatose. We don't know the total story. We know that her brain is is rocked in her cranium and, and we know that. She's nine turned ninety-one years of age. This past Monday was a week ago. And I walked in, let me tell you what I thought. Her little feeble body, her shoulder hit, all bruised and, and just bad, 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 bad. She looked, she looked like I've seen that death rattle many times. I walked in and, and got, got ready to pray. And you know what the devil did? The devil said, Well, hey, let her go. She's 91. She's lived a good, hard, and wonderful life. You know, and I thought to myself, You're a stinking liar. You would fight me over my 91 year old mother. Let me tell you about my mother. My mother can remember the birthdays of every one of her grandchildren and the majority of her great grandchildren and do it on a dime. My mother can tell you, go down to Lakeland, Florida, turn on Lake Miriam Drive, go down two blocks and go up from the lake on that. My mother can do that. No sirree. I'm going to pray and we are going to believe God. You are going to show up and touch her life. And if you don't touch her now, she's gonna to march right on into heaven and enjoy the hallelujah chorus you just can't let the devil push you around i'm glad i'm back and i'm glad you're here friend i'm feeling pretty good in other words in other words he said our eyes are upon you we're not looking at the opposition you know we're not giving credit to the enemy's power We're not allowing them to determine the Ammonites, our destiny. We're not allowing fear to control us. We're not allowing my present circumstance to dictate my future. I know who I am. I'm a king's kid, anointed by the power of the Holy Ghost, filled with his Holy Ghost. Amen? Amen. My will is in His will. My life is in His hands. Amen? So we move a little further at that moment. The Levite praise singer. Hallelujah. God bless the praise people. Amen? But that, he was anointed. He anointed him. And here's what he said. God gave him a prophecy. If you hang around the right people... When you really need prayer and help, there's always somebody, one or two, that'll be in that group that'll have a word from God that will just inspire you. That old Levite, he said, I have a word. I've had a lot of people in my ministry after 50, 52 years, they have a word for me. And some of the words that I've heard, I knew did not come from God. And I've always, for the most part, been kind. You see, the Levites said, this is what the Lord says. Now, I'm always a little weary of people who might give prophecy or, thus saith the Lord. We'll find out. But he said, thus saith the Lord. Don't be afraid. You know how hard it is to not be afraid when everything around you is after you? Don't be discouraged. You know how easy it is to be discouraged when you don't see a path out of there? He said, the battle is not ours. Well, Lord, it looks like to me they've surrounded us, but it's not yours. The battle belongs to God. I want you to count there for a moment. There is nothing now. Or previously or in your future there's nothing any battle that you're going to face that belongs to you if you want to take it up as your battle you go right ahead but here's what God's word encourages the battle's mine. I'm just bouncing my power off your action of faith. When I bing you, let it boomerang off and let me fulfill my will in the enemy that's coming after you. You just let, let it happen. It's how it happens. You're not going to fight this battle. I'm going to give them a piece of my mind. Some give them so much away you don't have any left. You know, you want, to, you want to have anxiety, you want to have anger, you want to have bitterness in your heart toward anyone. You know what you're doing? You're fighting a losing battle. You're going to lose. You're going to suffer and you're going to be in adverse circumstance as a weakling when you really need to drill down and God needs to move by his power in your life. So what do we do? We have a good example in Hebrews 11:27. 27. By faith, he left Egypt not fearing the king's anger, He persevered because he saw him who is invisible. You know who that was? Abraham. He saw him. I want you to please understand that the Old Testament saints do not have anything close to what you have as New Testament believers. Not even close. But we look at them and we say, wow, Hebrews 11, look what they did. And that was off their faith. But in the New Testament, we have the Holy Ghost that dwells within us. And we have the testimony, the blood has been shed And we have the victory pictorial, the the grave is empty. Old Testament didn't have that. It didn't have that. So he says, I'll fight for you. Understand God's release to do his work is always contingent upon a focused faith. I thank God. You see, when he left Egypt, he persevered. There's no way you can exercise faith that assures victory if you've got one eye on God and one eye on the challenge. Paths with no obstacles don't lead anywhere. Paths with no obstacles, won't lead anywhere. Jehoshaphat Jehoshaphat was focused, and when God said, don't fight, I'll fight for you. What? He did exactly that. You might have people that rub you wrong. You might have people that's got the combination to make you spin, put you on their merry-go-round. But listen carefully to this preacher and this word. When you engage in the beckoning of their call for you to fight their way, you will lose and you will be an embarrassment to God. God has said to all of us, I've given you, the keys and the weapons to fight in my name and leave it in my lap. Sharon and I have one need that we pray for, and it's every day. It's the same prayer every day. It's an individual that we pray for. God, we place them in your hands at the altar and we're going to leave them there. We don't talk about them in the afternoon. We don't talk about them at lunch. We don't talk about them when we go to bed. We don't talk about them when we're talking to somebody else. No, because they're in the altar. And you know why we're leaving them there? Because He can do what we can't do. Amen? Amen. And here's what I know will happen, and I, I tell Sharon this. You just watch and wait and see the deliverance of god somebody say amen. amen amen declare your victory oh you declare your victory as they began to sing and praise the lord sent ambushes around the men of ammon and moab and mount Seir, who were invading judah and they were what defeated defeated and once jehoshaphat heard from the lord He bowed down to worship. And the value of worship, he stood and he made this declaration. How faith in the Lord. You'll be successful. Sing a song of praise. Give thanks to the Lord for his love endures forever. In every situation, there is a time that it becomes necessary to leave the classroom of instruction and rise from the pit of reason, and mount the wings of faith, and march the path of the untried, and fully advance on the simplicity of God's word and declare victory before we see results. The God of action will manifest a faith that assures victory. In Arcadia, when I pastored there, and we fought for that whole city block, And the lawyer, who was a Presbyterian brother, said, I'll do this work pro bono. Well, wonderful. He had no idea that two years later he'd still be pro bonoing. And I won't ever, I was a little bit younger then than I am now. But there's one thing that I had by the grace of God, and that was a tenacious faith. To believe that God could do the supernatural, and when He said to me, "Reverend, this is way beyond what I thought it would be," and uh, they've really locked in, and two or three people have foul leans on it, and it just it it is just not going to happen. So, I think the best thing for us to do is to try to find another piece of property. What he didn't know is at least five days a week in the Australian pines on that block, I'd been out hugging them. I'd been praying speaking in tongues in my heavenly language. I'd been believing God and saying, God, this is ours. It belongs to us. And I said to him, Mr. Lawyer, Let's don't give up. God's on our side. He looked at me. He looked at me. He thought, well, I'll try a little bit more. In less than a month, all the liens were gone and settled. And we took ownership to that property listen to me friend I didn't have two nickels to rub together but when you're when God's doing the fighting you don't need two nickels you just need him do you believe what I've said tonight you believe it's God's word put your hands together and let's celebrate amen would you stand father God we do thank you now because we believe that nothing is impossible with you and God, we know that some in this very room and some listening right now online, God, are struggling with some circumstance and they've allowed it to get them down. They've allowed it to, to bring a bit of discouragement. They've allowed it to get them to be sideways and, and that doesn't work really well. But God, this uh, illustration in this story tonight, one thing about this, it's a true story. It's not some figment of our imagination. It's not something that we dreamed up. It is the word of God. The word of God is real. And Father God, because it is your word, it can now find a moment of inspiration in our own hearts. So here's what we know. If everything's going great, we praise the Lord. And God, we also keep our defenses up and say, God, we don't want to take for granted these moments of victory and joy and mountaintop experience. We want to remain tough. We want to remain committed as if we're about to fight the biggest battle that we have ever fought. Now, Lord, help us. And that's because we can lean on you and not our own understanding. You might be in this room tonight. You might be watching online. And in your heart of hearts, you know good and well that, wow, if a major, major battle came up to you, your faith is a little weak. You've been flirting with unbelief and discouragement, and you've allowed the lies of the enemy. Oh, sure, he can present what reality might be for you, but that's in the natural. And as long as you're focused on the natural reality, you'll never see the supernatural display of who God is. And God, we're in the supernatural business. We're in the, in the group of individuals that nothing is impossible and we can trust you. So if those hearts are weary and maybe some have turned their back and, and they've just become cold in their walk with you, just kind of walked away, oh, nonchalant and etc. cetera. But God, here's what I know. Here's what I know. You love them enough to say, if that's how you want it, go ahead. But life is tough. There's no respecter of individuals. Life might deal a hand that will cause us to say, God, I'm so sorry. So before that might happen, we're going to get it right right now. Would you repeat this prayer, every one of you online and right here in this room right now? Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. I thank you for Jesus Christ. I thank you for Jesus Christ. Father God, I am sorry. Father God, I am sorry. I have failed. I have failed. I've become indifferent. I've become indifferent. I've become a little stubborn. I've become a little stubborn. I am weary. I am weary. And I have some unbelief. And I have some unbelief. But tonight, but tonight, I'm laying that on the altar. I'm laying that on the altar. I'm putting it where it belongs. I'm putting it where it belongs. In your hands. In your hands would you please forgive me would you please forgive would, you anoint me? Me? would you anoint me and keep your hand upon me, keep your hand upon guide, me. My guide my footsteps I will, I will remain focused I will remember what you've done for I will me and I will not waver and now Lord and now, I'm, waver. Going I'm going to praise you because you once again as you once again have intervened in my life. In, my in, life. Jesus in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. One more time, put your hands together. Amen. Here's what we're going to do we're going to worship a few more minutes. And if you'd like to come down to the altar and worship a little bit or agree with someone where two or three agree together, I promise you this is a supernatural moment. The Holy Ghost is in the house amen As you're obedient to god walk toward him don't allow the enemy to jerk you around let's stand strong in the faith and you say well i'm good i'm good i'm good then you're certainly welcome to be receded and continue to worship a few more minutes or or you can exit here's what i'm saying be led by the holy ghost amen if you are it'll be pleasing to the father amen Now, let's worship. God bless you. Thank you for being here. The altars are now open.